Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Good day and welcome back for another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. And this week, we're going to continue on our practice pivot journey. Last week, we discussed the two keys, uh, the three components of your practice, general dentistry, advanced dentistry, and emotional dentistry, along with the hidden potential already within your practice. And this week, what we'd like to do is continue this conversation and pick up on key number three, which is creating first financial arrangements in your practice because you know we got to get paid and then key number four how to make treatment planning easier by starting off by categorizing our patients into three components and that's going to be no treatment minor treatment and major treatment so stick around and i hope you love this week's episode and we'll see you at the end the third key is to um, create firm financial arrangements. Mm-hmm. Explain hmm. what you mean by that and um, and why that's so important. Well, I think it's a given. Okay. You got to have patients pay for things. <laughs> right. Okay. So the premise of it is, is I, 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 I feel bad or I cringe when it, and it happens to me still. Okay, but I cringe when patients say, "Will team members say we'll bill you for that," and they don't collect their patient portion. Or what's worse to me, it was when a patient says, "I didn't know what that was going to cost. Mm-hmm. If I had known it was going to cost that much, I probably wouldn't have done it." Right. Okay. So, so the patient side of me is, hey, and the analogy I use: if I took my car to the mechanic. I want to know what the hell you're going to do to my car and what it's going to cost me before I say do it. Right. I don't want to just get a bill. No. And that's what's broken about our medical system. Right. You go to a doctor's office, they, nobody tells you what anything costs. Right. And then we get a bill and we're like... Right. You know, Everything else in life, you know, you go to a restaurant, yeah. you order something on Amazon, you, you know, I mean, you know, up front. And so are you, you're suggesting then that there's a financial menu? Yeah. The, the key tenant of the, the let's talk about uh, two key tenants. There's so much that goes to this, but let's okay. just talk about two tenants of firm financial arrangements. Uh, tenant number one is we need to have a financial menu. Okay. So in other words, very plain, very transparent, no questions, no mystery. No mystery. Here's what we're going to do to you. And here's how you can pay for it. Okay. Okay. Financial menu. Sign the patient signs it. Now you have a quote unquote binding agreement. Okay. Okay. So a patient can never say to you, I didn't know how much this Mm -hmm. was going to cost. 
Hope, here's the form you signed. You're shit, right. Okay. <laughs> and and I put my hand up in Hope's face there. That's all right. <laughs> but, uh, um, so that's 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 the first uh, tenant of it. The second tenant of firm financial arrangements that that I'm a big proponent of is to develop an internal payment plan. It goes against what all the gurus tell you. They all tell you that you should never be the bank. And what I'm telling you is we can set up a system that is... I, I can't say the word risk-free because that doesn't exist, okay? So if you're looking for risk-free, third-party financing is the way to go. It's a better okay? way. Right. But if you're willing to take a little bit of a risk, and it's a very calculated risk, by the way. Um, if you're willing to take a little bit of a risk, then we can start looking at an automated payment plan system that you design that fits what you are comfortable with. Wow, okay. Okay, and my internal payment plan system has evolved over the years because in the beginning it was a very, very small box. Okay. of what I was comfortable with. And when I saw success there, I expanded my box. So you had more freedom. Once you saw this works, th- th- this is yeah. less risky, then you've opened that up. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, anything else in life to a certain <laughs> degree, right? Hey, I, I ran half a mile today, but this is very not me, okay? <laughs> but I ran a half a mile. Okay, now I'm going to go 0.6% miles. Oh, that wasn't that bad. Let me go three quarters of a mile. That wasn't that bad. Let me go a, a mile. Right. So, so it's, it's that. And I think what happens is people of the past or people that have heard from people of the past have said that payment plans don't work. Mm-hmm. Internal payment plans don't work. And they're absolutely right. They don't work if you set them up with no rhyme or reason or thought process or if you just copy my way of doing it because what works for me today is probably not what I would recommend anybody to do what I'm doing today in my practice but what I started doing was unbelievably critical to some of the success we've achieved so um, it needs to be um, customized to what you feel comfortable doing yeah but for you personally, um, the, the financing, you've, you've um, taken care of that yourself, yeah. has been helpful. But I, I want to clarify one thing. So we don't finance our patients. Okay. Okay. Finance involves interest and banking lending laws. Right. Okay. So we provide payment plans. Payment plans. No interest. Three months, six months. You know, we do 12 months in our, I don't recommend people starting with 12 months. I don't necessarily recommend people even starting with six months. Let's start with three months. Okay. And so there's a, if you finance and charge interest, you're really entering into different territory right. from okay. a pure legal perspective. Right. And I misspoke. Okay. No, that's yeah, okay. I, I mean, you don't, you don't. Clarify. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and, and so it's, we're giving a patient, listen, here's what we know in our, in our consumer mindset. Interest-free, 12 months, same as cash, 24 months, same as cash, six months, same as cash, sells. Mm. Okay. You go buy a computer, six months, same as cash. You go buy furniture, they give you 12 to 24 months, same as cash. Mm. They do what it takes to make it easy for you to do it. And so I'm going to add a third thing here, okay, on this, uh, because sometimes I just want to, okay? (laughs) And that is the difference in price and the difference in affordability. Okay. Okay. Too often when when somebody says it's too expensive, we think it's a price issue. And really it's an affordability issue. Okay. So for example, whether I charge $2,000 or $2,500, for most patients it's too expensive. Now, if I charge you $50 a month for 15 months versus 20 months, 
to most patients, that's the same affordability right. level. Affordability. But to me as a business owner, I've increased my price. Right. Okay. Yes. So, so to me, one of the side benefits of firm financial arrangements and the the concept of it, and especially with internal payment plans, is we're we're able to, in a sense, increase our price on these advanced mm-hmm. and emotional procedures, right. because on the general side, the price is pretty much controlled by insurance companies, and make it more affordable for our patients. Right. And that way, the patients are able to say yes to more of the procedures that they actually want. That's correct. Um, but they would say no. And that's how we went from doing single two dentistry to doing quadrant dentistry we made it a a ten dollar difference in a monthly payment that's great and that's how we do more occlusal guards we don't sell occlusal guards and night guards to our patients for five hundred dollars we sell them to them for thirty forty dollars a month internal in the office for 12 months right and then we make it we make it almost impossible for them to say no that's great yeah. You're serving them and helping them choose. And increasing what, my business. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So the component, the three keys we've covered so far are um, understanding the three components of your practice, looking for what's hidden already in your practice, and then the third is having those firm financial arrangements. That's correct. Um, the fourth key is about what happens in your um hygiene chair. That's correct. And it's about categorizing your patients. Explain a little bit about what you mean by how um, pivoting your practice Mm -hmm. by categorizing your patients. So nobody wants to, you know, as an Indian, you know, it's like creating a caste system, right? And and we know that's horrible. But um, look, look, here's the truth, Hope, okay? 70, 60, 70% of our dentistry comes out of the hygiene chair. Okay, uh, that's where we do the majority of our diagnosis. But that's but what often happens. Okay, I want to go to the problem is I've learned how to do dentistry, I've learned how to do advanced dentistry. But when I get into <clears throat> the hygiene room, it's not like that's all I'm doing. I've got two hygienists running. I've got a patient in my chair. Okay, and I'm 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 spread thin, and we have a tendency not to properly give our patients a choice to say yes to the best okay we 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 often kick things down the curb we don't bring it up especially when it comes to advanced and emotional dentistry because most of those things are elective right okay so i'm not saying we're not telling people they have cavities things are moving along and you might be tempted to not offer other options just to keep everything running smoothly or we get a patient that comes in and that's got a lot going on mm. and you're like, this is the worst time to talk about this because I got, I've got a lot going on and you have a tendency to say, let's just do this one thing. And then the patient comes back in six months, let's do this one thing. Mm. And then we get this whole thing. It's got, every time I come into your office, I've got this thing going on. Right. Okay. And the truth is, is those things have been there. We've oftentimes, we've just never given you the, we've never sat down and given you the option. Okay. So very early in my career to combat this issue, um, what I learned to do is com- again, comp- compartmentalize and, and I compartmentalize patients into three categories. Okay. okay? Those? Uh, number one is patients that need no treatment. Number two are patients that need minor treatment. And number three are patients that need major treatment. Okay. So no treatment, simple. Okay. That patient, our framework in our practice, patient's literally healthy. We've done their dentistry. They're in good shape, minus fluoride, some basic things like that. They need no treatment on my end. Okay. Those patients, uh, my, on the dentist end, <clears throat> those patients should walk out the door with a follow-up appointment for hygiene. 
four months, six months, whatever it is that they need. And that's what they should leave with. The super simple check. Right. You're doing more socializing with your patient than anything else. Right. Just okay? connect with them. and Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, <clears throat> what Paul Homily calls fit chat. Okay. okay. Or chit chatting <laughs> with your patient. Okay. Um, the second category is minor treatment. Now, minor, the, the challenge here for me is what's minor treatment for me today is not what was minor treatment for me 10 years ago. Wow, okay. so it's evolved. Of course, okay. yeah. You know, I, I can literally look at somebody and be like, oh, this is easy. This is what we're going to do. And it can be it can be crowns all over. It, you know, it can be fillings and crowns all over the place. Be root canal, a single. Like to me, an implant is minor treatment today. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants? but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. It's just become part of your... It's become routine. second nature right, for me. Right, right. To, to me, I would define minor treatment in probably two ways. Okay. okay. One is something that literally, if a patient walked in and you said, we need to do this right now, your team would, without thinking, know how to do it. Okay. It's on, it's on the autopilot. The processes are in place. It's autopilot. It's simple. Okay. Okay. Uh, the second way, and probably the more important way that I define minor treatment is the volume of care they need or the dollar amount of care they need. Okay. okay? So, so typically, what I'm suggesting to people is minor treatment is up to $2,500 in dentistry. Okay. Okay. That's what I consider minor treatment for, for the starting point. Okay. Now for me, minor treatment today, for me as me as the provider, not necessarily Dr. Leedy as the provider, but for me, minor treatment might be seven, eight, ten thousand dollars Wow. Okay. okay. <clears throat> and what I mean by that, that patient is going to leave that day with a hygiene appointment for the follow-up care. Okay, that'll be a constant theme. And then they're going to leave that day with a firm financial arrangement and treatment plan. Okay, so that day we're going to hope we're going to come in. You're going to walk out with the plan today. Right. Okay. You have the next steps. You're ready. We're plan's gonna, done. We're going to put it together for you today. Okay. We're going to help guide you through that treatment. Perfect. That's minor treatment. <clears throat> Major treatment, again, are those things where, let's say, for example, you see a patient and you're like, where do I start? Okay. Okay. Just so many. Or how do I sequence this? 
Okay. Okay. All of those different things are going on there. Okay. okay? So what I recommend we do is we, we look at our patient and say, uh, I'll use you as an example, Hope. Mm -hmm. is a, Hope, listen, there's a lot going on here. You know that. I know that. We've talked to you about that. I want to answer all your questions. But what I really need to do to serve you, serve you well, okay, is we need to do what we call major treatment records in our office. I need to sit down. I need to study your case. I need to take a look at your, in our office, digital models, take a look at your digital photographs. I need to kind of think through this. Mm -hmm. And then what's going to happen, Hope? You and I will sit back down. I'll walk you through what some of the choices are, what I've come up with, and I'll help guide you through what makes the best sense for you, what fits into your life right now. Right. Okay, and and so we're give. We're, I'm taking away that pressure right. to put together the plan right away. Right. So you're serving your patient because you're making. Well, I'm serving them, myself. <laughs> right, but you're giving them kind of a forewarning. Hey, let's. We need to talk more. Yeah. I'm going to come up with an individualized plan That's for good. you, and I'm prioritizing. Um, your treatment and yeah. we're going to you're so valuable that we're going to get back together yeah and, and we're, we're going to have gonna, a conference on it right and we're going to talk yeah. talk about it yeah and you know like oftentimes I, I tell patients we have major treatment part of sometimes part of major treatment and i don't I, oftentimes i get afraid when i kind of go down the rabbit hole a little bit so mm -hmm. don't let me do this again okay, okay. <laughs> but um Sometimes we have patients that need multidisciplinary care. They need to see a, a, a different specialist and this specialist. And before we sit down, I'll say part of your part of major treatments for you is going to be the consult with the periodontist, the consult mm -hmm. with the orthodontist, consult with XYZ. And then you and I are going to sit down and we're going to have a conference on the best way to approach okay. a care that fits into your life. Right. Okay. So I want to be their advocate in helping patients make choices. Right. Okay. So you're serving your patients um, and your staff yeah. because your team, keep, your team, <laughs> yeah, your team, because you're you're keeping patients categorized into no treatment, minor treatment, and major treatment, and you're not um, hijacking your day yeah. by getting and you're and you're not. Um, pushing your patient along without the best care because of a time frame constraint. You've just structured your practice in such a way that you're, yeah. it works for everyone. And, and what happens is it, it's really created a lot of clarity for my dental hygienist. Mm, that's great. Okay? So when a patient comes in, they're able to set the patient up to what to expect. So I'm not the one telling the patient the first time that they need major treatment records. We've, we've clarified for our hygienist when a patient comes in and there's just stuff going all over the place where they're asking lots mm -hmm. of questions, we prepare them. Right. That Dr. A's will probably not be able to answer all of these questions. He's going to need to think about it. Okay. And Perfect. then what happens if the, if the patient, for example, Hope, if you said to me, well, I'm really ready to get started right now. I don't have time for that. I'd say, Hope, no problem. What we can do is we can take a step back. And instead of looking at the whole picture, we can focus on just one area. Okay. And just get started. Then. Assuming that's appropriate. Right. Right. Okay. okay. So, so really... Um, it's worked out very well for us in that. So again, it's uh, uh, no treatment, minor treatment, major treatment. Perfect. So um, kind of to wrap up this section of mm -hmm. the dental practice pivot, and if people are just tuning in, they can go to dentalpracticepivot.com to get your book. Free book. Free book. Yeah. Um, and understand how to make this practice pivot. Um, that's going to help them um, increase, increase their re revenue, live a more balanced life, and gain a competitive edge. Um, in this um, section or in this episode, we've talked a little bit about understanding the three components of your practice, 
understanding the potential that's hidden in your current practice, how to create financial um, firm financial arrangements, and then categorizing your patients. Um, are there any other you know takeaways, thoughts about helping um, those dentists who are listening to really simplify their lives yeah. and maximize their practice um, and not work harder, but just work smarter. You know, um, here would be my advice to people, okay, is we can, you, we, we me included, okay, we can continue this rat race. <laughs> we can continue not being happy. We can continue saying, why am I not doing more of this or that? And we can continue to do what has traditionally been done. Or we can make a decision that it's time to really change the game and be more modern. It is almost 2020. (laughs) Okay. I remember... the song, we're going to party like it's 1999, <laughs> and it felt so far away. I love it. And now I hear the song, we're going to party like it's 1999, and it's so long ago. Right. So <clears throat> if we're trying to do dentistry that's of the 2010s and 2020s, we can't have business and structural principles that are bound in the 1980s and 1990s. So I encourage you to make an uncomfortable decision and pivot your practice. Mm -hmm. If we can help you at 3D Dentist, there's a few ways we can help you. Number one, I've given you the framework here. Right. Okay. You can take this, you can digest my videos online, you can digest more of the podcast episodes, you can submit questions for clarity, and I'll do my best to answer all of those things because I truly want everybody to succeed and love our profession. Okay. So you can do it for free. If you're limited in funds, you're just cheap like me, you can do it all for free. Okay. You just have to do the work. You have to right. find it. Right. Okay. If you're looking... And the other thing that's for free is the book, okay? So you can get the book and and do that, okay? The other thing that you can do is you can say, you know what? I need a little bit of hand-holding. I need some dedicated time because learning online and learning on myself, when I got three kids running around, when I got social obligations, when I got team members bursting into my office, you know, it's a little bit hard to learn online or to learn on your own. Uh, So if you're looking for a dedicated time, we offer seminars and workshops. You can show up, you can come in. They're not expensive, they're not cheap, okay? They're an exceptional value. They're an unbelievable experience. Um, And it gets you access directly to what we're doing in the practice. And you can attend our seminars. Just go to 3D-Dentist.com and you can learn more about what we do there. And uh, if you say, you know what, I want all in. I want some guidance. I want some hand-holding. I want some level of accountability. I want to be made uncomfortable. I'm willing to deal with some of your antics, T-Bone. And I want my team to be involved. And I want a real uh, path. Okay, you can join our 3D Mastermind. Perfect. Okay, and that's essentially a year-long program where we'll get together quarterly, uh, live in person. We'll have monthly 
follow accountability calls individually. We'll have monthly and or bi-monthly group calls where we do hot seat and we discuss as a group and we have peer-to-peer interaction. We have an accountability partner. We have somebody that's in the journey with us. Uh, you can learn more about doing the 3D Mastermind. And for that, you can go to 3D-Dentist.com or even the Dental Practice Pivot and you can apply to get more information on that. Now, one thing on the Mastermind. <clears throat> It is a open and closed thing. So we will only take 12 dentists. It's all I can handle. It might not even be 12, depending on what's going on. And we'll have a cutoff date, mm-hmm. and then it goes on, and then it won't be open again until we're done with the current mastermind and we reopen it so it's not one of those things that you can kind of i'm going to do that next month that doesn't exist so um if you want more information visit 3d-dentist.com and we can give you some more information there so if you're really if you're ready to make that transformation if 2019 is the year that look i'm ready i want to um, make the change the pivot ready to move forward the mastermind um is is the fast pass it's the all-in it's the all in and the community. It, it is everything you need to help you um, make that yeah. transformation for you and your team. Right. And, and quite frankly, your spouse as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, 3ddentist.com um, or um, for the book on dentalpracticepivot.com. Um, use these resources um, to transform your practice and your life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank everybody for t- tuning in. Thank you, Hope, for guiding me sure. along. You keep me. Uh, right. you ke- hopefully, people will notice <laughs> that uh, uh, that I'm doing less rambling and I'm kind of staying on track. And we're really trying hard to be more organized with the podcast and more consistent mm-hmm. with the podcast. And uh, I want to thank Hope for that. Um, so the, here's a few things that you can do for me. Okay, if you if you love the information. Uh, yes, I'd love you to come to a class. I'd love you to help my business grow that way. But what I would love to do is hear from you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just just send me a text. Send me a message. DM me, whatever the, that world that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, pretty actively in those three communities. Um, ask me questions. Share with me what's going on in your life. Share with me some of the challenges that you have. Uh, let me see if I can coach us through that. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to come on the podcast for a coaching session, you can come on for a coaching session. I'd love nothing more than to help work, walk you through challenges that you're facing because the truth is uh, that, that same challenge so many others are facing. So I'd encourage you to come on. And I know many of you think I'm a, 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 sometimes I'm a bit of a jerk and, and I, I promise you I, I'm pretty nice on those things. I'm, I'm firm, okay, but I'm, I'm unbelievably pleasant and nice when it comes to those things. And then help us spread the message. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that we can help dentistry reach where people are less less unhappy in our profession, less burnt out. And I think uh, podcasts are a great way to do that. So if you could help share it, leave us a review so we can reach more people, I would be eternally grateful for that. Thank you. And we will see you on next week's episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. 
This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 